Monday, March 9th. As I'm sitting here at Keeneland on the back of my truck, Joe's right behind me here, checking things out. Got a nice breeze, as you can hear, uh, with the wind picking up, planes taking off from Bluegrass Airport, watching how they're preparing this uh, Keeneland uh, grandstand for the, for the meet. I'm looking forward to uh, being here at Keeneland. Now, how is this all going to affect us? Wow, how do we, where do we start? We all thought that Navarro was doing something. He was telling a few owners that he was cleansing the liver and that's all he did. When in reality, he was using peptides. And peptides are something that takes seven to nine weeks to 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 develop into the system and they basically help the body recover it's an amino it's an it's an it's a chain of amino acids that repair tissue and and get horses and that almost works it's got sort of an anabolic steroidal quality it's not legal but it's also not testable doesn't test so it's hard to put your finger on it unless you cut your right hand it right in, 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 in the act. And the way this all shaped out, and I get this from a source uh, that figured out uh, who was able to get some inside info on how the investigation took place. There was no whistleblower. There was no investigation. They happened to stumble upon it. They stumbled upon it from a standpoint of they were doing a surveillance on other individuals and this popped up into their lap. So it wasn't something that was a sting operation that was meant for racing. It just happened. And what they uncovered was unbelievable. Um, if you get a chance to see the actual document presented in court, um, it's pretty revealing. And the stuff that was talked about on, 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 on phone conversations is actually pretty disgusting. Um, I defended Jason Service his training methods because I felt I understood what he did. He really built up the horse's lungs. He really did a lot of different things without putting due stress on the horse. However, we do not have, we're not privy to what happens on the backstretch and or what happens in the barns. So a lot of the times, you know, when a, when a guy is doing too well, yeah, there has to be an advantage. But how can you speak without knowing the facts and how can you make accusations without any proof? Now, there's a lot of guys that are patting themselves on the back. I was right, I was right, I was right. And yes, you were, but in this court, in this country, there is certain protocols you have to follow before we call somebody a cheat. Bottom line, you may have a feeling, you may have a hunch, you may have a... a enough evidence, circumstantial evidence, but to find somebody guilty, that's another uh, point. Also, some of these people can say it without any repercussions, 
while other people in the industry can't. Um, I know how I've handicapped is I've taken into account my suspicions. That's that I can do. Nobody can can't tell me how to handicap and not use information that I feel I know, rather you know, and go from there. I was surprised on Sunday, um, as it was a very very tough weekend uh, burying my mother, uh, but. Having been in a position, I was really shocked when Shecky Shabazz for Jason didn't fire. And I remember looking going, what's going on? Are they on him again? Um, are they on him again? What, what's happening? And and it's one of those things that you just sit there and you just wonder, you know, because I thought he was kind of a standout in that field. So all comes down on Sunday, it makes all, and on Monday it all makes sense. So, you know, for those of you who want to scream and yell, I was right, I was right, I was right, it doesn't put any more money in your pocket, you know, good for you, move on. Um, uh, solve the next mystery, please. Tell us where Amelia Earhart is. So, you know, it, it, is, it, it is distressing in this game, but it's not something that we all then sit around and say, you know, I'm not sure about this. Now, what, what will it lead to? Well... The Navarro service horses will be scratched this Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday as they already took entries. They raided GPW, Gulfstream Park West. And if you followed me along my thoughts on my handicap, you know I was very, very, um, find the right word, suspicious of anything that came out of, of uh, Gulfstream Park West. All the Venezuelan trainers. Guys coming out of the freaking blue. You just had to sit there and go, what the hell is going on? Who are these people? You know, all of a sudden they're trainers and they're winning at 30%, 40%. And so I got a feeling that we're going to get, we are going to get a, uh, um, a vast reduction in the percentages of some of these guys after this. Having worked for about 12 years in the, in the law enforcement business as an investigator, um, when you walk out somebody out of, when you walk them out with handcuffs or somebody's arrested that you know, or people like, for example, the assistants and the people that are named on that indictment and that were, you know, in that grand jury put down, those individuals you know and they're in jail and they're going to have and the FBI's involved dude you if you're trying to cheat you ain't going to be doing anything you're going to be terrified cuz you don't want to be next cuz you know who you are that's doing it so i i'm guessing you're going to have some straight and narrow straight and narrow racing at Gulfstream Park and across the country over the next few weeks because nobody is going to want to even test anybody because they don't know what people have and the biggest thing as an investigator is when they don't know what you got on them and you can build it on that now also it's going to create form reversals guys that were hitting at 30 40 percent now all of a sudden can't win because they can't do what they do and and as one trainer told me one time a long time ago he said to me Bruno once you start cheating you can't stop so if they can't stop and that's all they know 
I guarantee you they're not going to know what to do. Also, Monday, Monday, today, tomorrow, Tuesday, with FBI swarming all over Gulfstream Park West and Palm Meadows and all these tracks, um, there are people that can't do what they want to do. They used to be able to do. Now, all of a sudden, with the cops around, it's like, oh, well, you know, all bets are off. So it's like you wouldn't rob a bank if you've got five police cars out there, would you? Um, unless you're just stupid. Um, so that's going to be a very interesting situation over the next three days. I'm going to play. I'm going to play because I'm going to handicap straight up now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it because I'm going to handicap straight up and take some of those guys that I think are taking shortcuts and just basically don't like their horses. And I'm going to look at horses in the paddock and post parade. I'm going to watch the way they move and the way they act. If I see horses that are incredibly thin or incredibly look like they've been hit with 20 cc's of Lasix, and that's being uh, exaggerating a little bit to make a point, uh, I'm backing off because now what's going to happen is guys are going to hit Lasix harder because they've Lasix is a magic potion to them, and it's not. So quite interesting how it's all going to turn out this weekend. Um, so, so yes, I'll repeat it. I did support Jason Service. Um, I talked to Jason a number of times. I like Jason. However, we were not privy to everything that was going on behind the scenes. Just weren't. Hey, I've got to get Joe back over here. He's being, Joe, I'm on a podcast, buddy. You know, no sitting there and acting up. He's already jumped off the back of the truck. Um, he's the uh, five-month-old Esky I've been posting. He's quite the character, and he does love horses. You want to say something on the podcast? You want to take a bite out of crime? Is that what you want to do? Um, but just just sitting around and, and thinking about it, you know, we just, some of us that watch horses train, we react the way horses look every day, the way they move. And um, as we got a uh, water truck coming by here, let me walk away. Um, so it's it just one of those things that we're not privy to what happens. We have ideas, but we're not privy of everything that's happening behind the scenes. I, I've always respected the training methods of trainers, which is a segment into what we're going to talk about. Now, and I had a couple of guys ask me about distances of workouts. Here's a, a generic pattern for a horse getting ready. Uh, first time out, off a layoff, you go a pair of three furlongs with a, you know, the first time out, you usually, the first three furlongs, you don't gallop them out. The second three furlongs, you take them out a half mile. So if it shows two, three furlongs, you can guarantee you that the second three furlongs, the horse went out a half a mile. Um, and you can maybe say 13, 14 seconds for that. So if it goes 36, it's a 49 or a 50. So then they go four furlongs. They don't have a pair of four furlongs. The first one would be four, then the other one before would a gallop out of five. Then you go at five, gallop out of, uh, and then you get another five and a gallop out of six. And then a six with a gallop out of seven. And then, you know, and then on and on and on. So there is a progression to it. But here on the East Coast, every horse gets four furlongs. It is amazing. Every horse works four furlongs. That's all they want to give it. 
And it makes people believe that these horses work four furlongs and that's it. Well, no, they don't. They go four furlongs out five, five, and, and sometimes they even out six. For example, Pletcher and Brown, they all go out six. Uh, and if they work five, they go out seven and even a mile. Todd Pletcher's horses, they get a minute to the wire and then the rest of the work is completely forgotten. Um, as these horses end up going five furlongs in a minute, but they really are going 12 and 2, 26 and change, and out a mile and 40 on the average. So when, when you see these works, especially out of Palm Beach Downs, you know, uh, Payson, uh, Payson is another work in itself. You get every horse that's a half a mile, very few gets five eighths, but you know that horse is going out five eighths and gallop out three quarters. Now, people say, oh, all those works are slow, it's a deep track. Well, that's also on the honor system. Horse could go 47 and 4 and they get 49. Horse goes 49 and 2, they give him 49. It's a trainer makes the call on those, those horses' works and turns them in and they put them into the system. Anyway, so it's not like, it's not as in, as in a regular track where they, you know, you got a clock or at least gives you a time. And then it's a trainer deciding whether he wants to go, you know, they, they go something like this. It goes something like this. I got you 48 and 2, a minute 4, and out in 13 and 2. Uh, the 13 and 2 is very, very good. Which one do you want? Uh, and the trainer has the decision to take the half, the five, um, you know. And, and sometimes what these clockers do, they even give you the last half of a 5 eighths. Let's say it's a 49 and 2. Well, the horse went 101, and that would have been a bullet work, so they just give you 49 and 2 which is the middle of the round work, and the bullet work never shows up. So that's another part of this, this, this whole raid and investigation, that a lot of these trainers use clockers to be able to pass off their, their times on their horses to get what they want. Trainers get what they want on the times. Very few and far between clockers will issue you a good time. California is notwithstanding. California is a little bit different. Uh, seems like the clockers there are pretty much where they do give the times. So, and I've been there. I, I, I know most of those people. I've, I've had a long relationship with them. They're not, they don't, they don't really fudge. They might give you a tick or two. But here I've seen horses go 112 and change and 125 and change and get 48 and 4. Uh, you know, a great example when Taprit was working for the, where was working for the for the Travers, he they gave him a 50 and four, I believe, for the half. He went 101 and three out 20, uh, 101 and three 14 out 27 and four. That's a big difference, you know. But so when you're looking at times on paper, you have to just shake, you know, you just don't know what that horse really, really did. It is such a convoluted uh, and and manipulated area of the sport that you just don't know what they are. What, what what that horse did and clockers know that and they have, they have, they have used that and and now a lot of these guys are listed on their um, on some of these wiretaps that that they are that they are um, complacent uh, uh, not uh, they're complicit in, in, in what is happening and now maybe they're gonna they're gonna double think about being involved in, in some of this, this stuff that they do because it's going to come back to them. Uh, like the pen clocker, you know, and what he did. Um, this is going to be a wake-up call. So when you're looking at times on the East Coast, uh, I rarely, 
I rarely end up putting a lot of work on on just that time. So I end up thinking more of doing understanding of what those horses do. Uh, and when you're on the honor system, that doesn't work. And we have proven that over and over that the honor system does not work in racing. Trainers will not give the right time. So what do we do about that? So when you guys ask me about workouts and times, you're, you're asking me about a very convoluted, open, subjective part of the game that that's why what we do is so invaluable to some people who do really well at racing with Bruno. Why? Because we actually give you what we see and actually we're able to cut through the bullshit. I devised my own, I devised my own algorithm that goes through each tab and separates all the two-year-olds from the three-year-olds, all the good horses from the bad horses, all the maidens. And then it reevaluates the maidens uh, and, and, and versus the good horses to be able to get a handle on, on, on who really worked well. And we come up with a lot of horses that we list as a, uh, as a bullet work because those really were the bullet works. They weren't the, the BS that, that gets put in, you know, that gets added by, by trainers and clockers. So there's a bit of a collusion between the two. And that's a part of it that that is just as important as performance enhancing because you can hide a horse's works and, and, and make them feel a lot better, uh, make them look a lot better to the player, uh, like lesser to the player than what he is. Uh, there was a great example the other day. There was a filly that won for for Romans named Four Grands that I was looking at, it and I gave it a racing with Bruno bullet work because the way the the tab was 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 written, um, the way the tab was constructed. Uh, New York is by far the worst, by far the worst. Uh, they you will never get a real bullet work out of New York. Uh, you'll get all the suckers betting off the bullet works in New York. So maybe this will change. Maybe this will move it in a different direction. Maybe this will make it a much more... I'm going to be very interested this next three days. Jump on board with us. Um, and yeah. and then let's try, to, let's try to really handicap the way you know we were supposed to handicap and see if we can turn it into some money. By now looking at it straight up and not having to have to use the cheaters, you know. So that's my thoughts on this. Those are my thoughts on this um, on this Monday, March eighth, uh, March 9th. Why do I keep missing up and uh, thinking it's March eighth? It's March 9th. I lost the whole two weeks with my whole thing with uh, my mother's passing. And uh, my mother would have wanted to thank each and every one of you for, for being the, the good people you are and for supporting what we do. And we may not be perfect, but we do our best. And one thing, we don't lie to you. We never will lie to you. Go to RacingWithBruno.com. i got some great... I, I, I think next week we're going to raise our prices some as we are heading into probably the busiest time of the year. And uh, I think you're going to have a lot of great information. I'm already up in Kentucky. I'm going to be visiting the Thoroughbred Training Center. I'm going to be visiting. I'm trying to get the Turfway for a couple of days and uh, checking out what's over there. 
in the morning. But the thoroughbred training center is one I want to do coming in. They haven't opened up the main yet here at Keeneland. I'm thinking they're going to open it soon. I've got to reach out and get some ideas. Because when it was supposed to rain all week here. And that, that training track, their, their, their so-called training track, uh, all-weather training track floods a lot. So they've had a lot of issues. A lot of horsemen are complaining. But anyway, we will, uh, we will see what's in store for Wednesday. Let's talk then. Buffalo Springfield, for what it's worth. A um, little history for you here. Uh, on, uh, on May 4th, 1970, where four students were killed at Kent State in Ohio. Um, and I came across of it because I am a Neil Young and, uh, fan. And, I, and, and being a, a child of the 70s, the 60s, actually... And growing up in the 70s with music, um, it always, music always brings you back to who you are and what you are. And uh, I just thought that it'd be appropriate to start off this podcast with For What It's Worth by Buffalo Springfield and remembering what happened 50 years ago today at, in Kent State in Ohio. Um, Today's, today's handicapping show is going to cover one of my favorite people in racing. And he's been a good friend for a long time and known him since my days in California. And when I came out here uh, to Kentucky uh, in 2004, I happened to find him in the press box at Keeneland. His name is Ellis Starr. And we're going to get with Ellis, and we're going to talk to him about his favorite handicap and angle. 